Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, Rounders. This is Patrick, also known as Jaxus, with an exclusive interview with the owner of the Pioneer Saloon. Not our regular roundtable stuff, but I'm sure you won't want to miss this. So join us. The conversation is already started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is going to be like a bonus episode to the Fallout Roundtable. Uh, I am sitting here right now with Stephen Stats, also known as Old Man River from the Pioneer Saloon from Good Springs, Nevada. And he just had a wonderful event for us, and it was great. We, me and TKS Mantis and a bunch of other guys were all hanging out there. They had good drinks. They had great food. It was a wonderful time. People were dressed up in costume. It was an event to be seen. And next year, or even sooner, we don't know. I've heard rumors, so I don't know. Well, maybe we'll get the scoop right now that there might be something coming up the pipeline real soon. So, everybody, please... Give a warm welcome to Stephen Stats. Hello, sir. Thank you very much. My, my only correction to that is it's actually Old Man Liver as opposed to Old Man River. Did I just say river? Uh, I am no, so no. sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. play on, uh, on my you know, broken organ since I, uh, I drink a lot of whiskey. So it's, it's a good assumption my liver is, uh, is that of a 150-year-old at this point. <laughs> Your liver's a river. Uh, so um how did you hear about fallout new vegas and its relevance to your saloon yeah so so you know it's interesting a little little background you know i i grew up you know playing video games and i I love love playing games as a kid and then now i'm old and i haven't really had time i'm involved in a lot of different businesses over the last 20 years and i haven't I've been out of the uh, touch with the, the games over the last 10 or 15 years, but uh, I've always enjoyed video games and I've, uh, you know, kind of kept up with what's trendy and, you know, I've got kids now of my own. And so, you know, they, they would keep me up on what, what they enjoyed. You know, they were, they were big in the Minecraft phase and all that kind of stuff. Um, but really when we, uh, we, we took over the saloon last September and we really didn't have an idea of the importance uh, of the, the Fallout fans and how it was involved in, in the video game. And we weren't even really told anything about that from the, the previous owners. And, you know, as soon as we, we started meeting, you know, fans coming in and we're like, hey, th- you know, this, this is, you know, this is an important thing. And I, and I can tell you from my 
I understand the passion because I grew up as a, and still am to this day a giant Star Wars geek. Yeah. So I, I geek <laughs> I out on there, Star buddy. Wars stuff. You know, I so I completely understand the passion that Fallout fans have for this video game. And when we realized that Fallout New Vegas was based on the property, and we got to see it, and of course, you know, I played around with it, and I was like, we, we should, you know, see see if there'd be some interest in you know, having an event there just to, to celebrate. I, I'd heard like Elon Musk was going to do something at one point and never did. And some of these kind of things. And I guess the video game makers don't, don't ever sanction anything. So I was like, Hey, it's, it's up to us and let's test it and just see if there's any interest. And, you know, we, we thought there might be, you know, we, we get about 10 fallout fans come, come in a day at least. But, uh, so we're like, Oh, maybe, you know, 50 or a hundred people will show up if we announce it. Uh, Luckily, thousands showed up, so <laughs> we, we were very excited, and uh, we have just that much more interest in uh, just making it a place where Fallout fans can come and and, uh, and enjoy. And, and we want to. We've got a, a lot of plans along those lines. Excellent, yeah. And, and as a Fallout fan who was there, uh, you were a very gracious host. You guys made it very comfortable for us. We felt very welcome there. So it, it was really and, cool. And, and honestly, the it, it it felt the same on our end. All the all the staff talked about after everyone left how polite everybody was. Everybody had fun and was loud and crazy, but there were no fights. There was nothing nothing negative. It was all positive. Respect. And, uh, it's all about respect. It it turned out to be a very positive thing for for the staff as well. And we had uh, we had all hands on deck in case we were busy, which we were. That we could have, we and we do have thirty to thirty-five employees at any given time, but apparently that's not enough. So <laughs> everyone was super patient and waiting for their food and drinks and those kind of things, which we very much appreciate as well. So the fan base is is a great, and you know I feel honored to be brought into this community, and you guys welcome me on the same level that that hopefully I, we welcome you guys. So thank you for that. Oh, much appreciated. Yes, definitely. Um, so what were your, what were your expectations going into this? Did you expect this such a turnout or, well, you were saying you only expected 50 to a hundred and you ended up with thousands, you know, I mean, yeah. And I was, you know, I was hoping that, we, you know, we had, we had everyone ready and we were, we were somewhat prepared. Um, the big, the big thing was, um, also we wanted to have some food items on the menu. We wanted to have sarsaparilla, which, um, my, uh, I, I refer to as as my partner in business and pleasure. Uh, Stephanie is a co-owner of the Pioneer with me, and she's the real chef and foodie of of, the, of us as a couple. <laughs> so she was. I, I definitely like, enjoyed I the make, food. We need to make our own sarsaparilla for this event, and because um, I guess a, a company they had used prior went out of business, and they were it was never like a legit sarsaparilla um, soda. So we. We literally tested recipes for weeks leading up to the event until we got, um, and, and I'm talking from a house made from scratch, like literally filtering the uh, sarsaparilla bark and adding the fizz and the and, and getting it to the taste that, that everyone enjoyed. And so we we made as we popped we we created as many bottles as we could, but we still sold out pretty fast and had to resort to, <laughs> to just pouring what we had left over. We couldn't bottle it all in time based on the the demand. 
Yeah, the guys but, in the uh, general store were like slammed all day. It was it was oh, great. It was yeah. crazy. It was crazy. So the the cool thing is now, you know, we're gonna re we're gonna bottle some make some more, we're gonna bottle it, we're gonna have it all the time available um for follow-up fans if you come any any day of the week at any time of the year. We're also heard it here, guys. revamp our menu by the end of the summer to include some uh, food that's from the video game. So that'll be fun. Yeah, no doubt. I, I had myself a Brahmin burger myself. It was excellent. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah we, our, our chefs know, know how to make some burgers. I'll, I'll put it that way. So we've everything on the fallout menu is fun. Of course, we bought a book that referenced, you know, a, a, a recipe um, cookbook that, that we could reference for all the various items in the video game. But uh, it'll only get better from here. I can promise you that. Awesome. Maybe we'll get some Myalurk steaks, you know, get some salmon steak and call them Myalurk. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Uh, we also, uh, I wanted to ask you about your band. Is that a house? It, it seems to me like that's your house band, right? It, yeah. So the kicker was, um, we already, I, I knew my friend Monica was a character in the video game where they faced a, a character off offer. And she, I knew she literally, it was true that she used to wear a headset and would, um, would actually continue singing while she worked behind the bar and made drinks for people. <laughs> so uh, when she told me that she, you know, this character Trudy the bartender was based off her, I was like, oh, that, that would be fun if we do a fallout event, we should have your band play and uh, it'll be something extra special. So she, she already plays quite a bit. She's a bass player and a singer and she, she plays a pioneer quite a bit, but in this case, we really wanted to showcase that and they made sure they, Luckily, they already knew some of the tunes that were off the, the soundtrack. Yeah, that was but, great. Uh, they, they, you know, they learned a couple more just for that that event. So that was nice. And uh, just because I know there's a lot of musicians that are actually out there in the Fallout universe, are you open to visiting musicians from you know that were say to visit, maybe step up on stage kind of thing? I know a few particular ones. That's why I asked. Oh, for sure. All yeah, right. So anyone that wants to contact us, just so you know, the uh, the email through our website goes right to our management team. So we take, we try to respond to every email we get. Um, so if you have any questions or anyone wants to inquire about getting up on stage or coming and playing or anything like that, just shoot us an email. Um, by the way, that website he's talking about is pioneersaloon.info. And there's also another website that they have that's pioneersaloonnv.com. That you can yeah, check so out both of Pioneersaloonnv.com is the, is the newer one. So the old one now transfers to this newer one. So use, use the nd.com one. All right. All right. Just want to make sure I got that out there. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Too many people have opinions on things they know nothing about. And the more ignorant they are, the more opinions they have. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to pick up right where we left off. Uh, any thoughts? No, and this is a big question because this is a national landmark. This is a legitimate landmark. It was built in 1913. And so that being said, 
Is there any thoughts of expansion to the bar in any way, or is that even a possibility? It is, and that's that's a very good question. And uh, we did have a line at the event that went from out of the saloon, through the outdoor patio, through the Good Springs General Store, out, out the front, door, yeah. down the street to the stop sign. <laughs> so we, we, uh, we're looking into licensing another bar. Out, out here in, in Clark County, Nevada, you've got to have a license for every single bar that you have here establishment so we, we have to get a separate one but we'd like to open up another one uh before our next fallout event so we can accommodate more people and get and you just have better service in general and i was thinking why not do like a beer tents you know like they do at other events you know just a couple beer tents so that the guys can quickly just get a regular beer as opposed to like the yeah, specialty I, drinks it's funny we we had that ready to go but uh, our managers called our, our beer guy behind the bar because he's a professional mixologist. And everyone was ordering sarsaparilla and uh, drinks <laughs> off the fallout drink menu versus beer. So they didn't, They you know, a, a couple hours into it, they're like, yeah, we only sold like four beers. So we, we need the help behind the bar. <laughs> so we, we made an operational decision at the time to focus on, on the mixed drink at the time. Well, that, and I, that's what I ended. I got it. I got one of your IPAs. So, <laughs> oh, good, good, yeah. And it, it's funny. I mean, we have an almost an acre and a half of land out there, so there's all kinds of stuff we can do with it. Another thing we have in the works is we're building a new uh, kitchen and bathroom building, so we can expand the menu. Because the truth is, out outside of fallout events or anything else, we're the only burger joint in the world doesn't have French fries. <laughs> because traditionally it was not a uh, it was not a restaurant. It's a saloon when we opened up in 1913. So there's not a, a real kitchen with the real capacity that we need, and we don't have approval to to fry things on the deck where we do most of our grilling right now. So uh, we're actually getting working on getting the designs for this new building uh, approved by the county, and hopefully uh, starting work on it this fall. So. We are we are able to expand uh, outside of our Nevada historical landmark footprint because we'd never even outside of whether it's a, a historical landmark or not we would never want to mess up the incredible interior that we have in both the Good, Good Springs General Store and the Pioneer Saloon because he's no, it's uh, too... you probably noticed all the the walls and the ceiling are. I, I saw the gun. I, I saw the bullet holes still in the wall from you know from the guy getting yeah, shot so, trying to cheat at poker. I've had military folks confirm that those bullet holes are real, <laughs> and uh, you know whether we can't verify for sure that they date back to the 1915 poker game, but we do know that that poker game where uh, one of the cheating game uh, gaming folks was shot dead on the spot. We know that happened. For because uh, we have all the county records and the coroner's report and everything for that. Yeah, which makes you guys a legitimate ghost town as well. You know, I mean that's. Yeah, we got we have ghosts for sure. We're on all the ghost hunters and ghost adventure shows and all that good stuff. Yep. So uh, that's that's one of our fun aspects of the property. So, um, how much do you think TKS Mantis was on the initial success of the event? He seemed to have quite the following. That guy was signing oh, autographs the whole time. And, yeah, it, clearly he brought in a lot of folks from his channel and his following, and, and uh, he he touched base early on, and um, you know confirmed. Uh, I confirmed with him that it's that it was going to happen. It was a legitimate event. 
we're advertising it, we've got our publicist on it. A lot of people helped contribute to making it a success, but he was amazing. He, he was, he, he really helped out with attendance a lot, which is very appreciated. And uh, so what do you got planned next? Yeah, so, so we're going to do, we're going to try to get uh, fallout items on the permanent menu so that people that come at any time of the year can, can enjoy it. We, right before the event, we put in an Xbox with the, the video game that people could play and we put up the flags and we actually put the making of the video game. We ran that on the TV, which we're going to continue to do so even when it's not an official fallout event. And uh, more and more people donate uh, items all the time, which is appreciated and stuff they make themselves and stuff they acquire at different points. And so we're going to keep growing our fallout museum in the dining room. And then we are going to do a second annual event, which uh, we're going to try to convene um, with a few of the people we've, we worked with fairly closely, including TK Manus. So, um, and, and try to lock down. It's probably going to be a two-day event, so we can spread it out a little bit and maybe tie into some other neat things from the game, whether it's uh, touring Hoover Dam and Prim and some of the other sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, even I know the uh, principal of the Good Springs Elementary School, so we could maybe set up a, a tour for people that want to go tour that and see more of the the good spring side of things and not just uh, and i would recommend that if anybody spring. does visit the town don't automatically go to the school it is a functioning school just so you're aware of that you don't want to interrupt yes, the actual students that out. yeah <laughs> yeah no and that's the that's the funny thing is good springs is all privately owned so you there's a lot of amazing building some of which are still uh that still um you know in some cases barely up you know, they look like ruins and such, but they're from the late 1800s, so they're classic. It's the and point, unfortunately, right? you can't go in. I mean, you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to anyway. They're, some of them are a little dangerous. But the Good Springs Elementary School is the oldest school in Nevada. Uh, it opened the same year we did, 1913. And like you said, unfortunately, you can't just go and visit it in any given time. But I might be able to arrange uh, a visitation and such just with my relationship with the school. And it's really sweet. It's only There's only five people five students in the elementary school and they even uh they thanked us with with some, um uh some donations we made school by all drawing pictures of the pioneer saloon which oh, we posted oh. online which was really sweet that's awesome so, uh, but it's a neat school and and not, they're going to keep it as long as they have one student they have to keep it open so it's kind of a classic and it's right next to a library that's the smallest library in clark county and this funny little the uh, post office that's only open one hour a day. Um, <laughs> so there, there's there's just neat stuff to see in the town of Good Springs and all around. Like I said, the Hoover Dam and Prem and Sandy Beck and some of the surrounding areas that maybe we can tie some some more events into and make it make it worth a step in day. Okay. Um, so how can people find you? Do you have a social media you'd like to share? Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, just follow for updates. Follow Pioneer Saloon on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or YouTube. Um, we pretty much have it all, and we're going to be as soon as we announce the next dates for next year, which will probably be in August. Uh, we will start getting it out there. So just follow us on uh, in, in Instagram or, or uh, Twitter or any of those, and uh, we'll announce the dates so people have plenty of time to make. 
Okay. And then uh, one last question is, uh, what is it you want your patrons to get from their experience at the Pioneer Saloon? You know, the, the whole point is having a great experience. Nobody gets into restaurants or bars really to get rich or, you know, it's, there's a joke in the restaurant industry that the only way to make any money, make a little money in restaurants is to first have a lot of money. And, you know, they call it get poor quick schemes. Right, right. So it's you know, somebody that owns the Pioneer has to have a passion for it. It's, it's a, it's not about money. It's about inter- giving people an amazing experience and the historical value, the fallout from history, the history that has yet to come, the creativity that goes through there is phenomenal. And it, uh, and it's, it's got a magical presence that, that it's hard to even really pinpoint, but we just want to continue giving people the best experience they, they have. And Fallout New Vegas fans are amazing, and we want to keep uh, making that experience even better and better every time. Excellent. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us today. Um, that was an exclusive from the Fallout Roundtable. I'm Jaxus, and that was Stephen Stats, Old Man Liver. That's <laughs> liver with an L. All right, folks, you have a great day. Thank you for coming. Bye-bye. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember... Swooping.